Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another bonus episode, mini bonus episode, about the review that I just watched the event of the 2017 Survivor Series. I gotta say, this is pretty much one of another entertaining Survivor Series. Coming off the 2016 Survivor Series, where we saw SmackDown winning the men's Survivor Elimination matchup and the a minute and a half match mega fantasy warfare between Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. A lot has changed leading up to this event. I mean, a lot. We saw Goldberg conquer Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship at the Fastlane 2017 pay-per-view back in March. And then he would drop it to Brock Lesnar, and which probably the most exciting bout out of all three of the bouts at WrestleMania 33 in Orlando, Florida. Brock Lesnar would hold on to the championship, won against AJ Styles, who had won the championship from Jinder Mahal on the SmackDown episode right before the 2017 Survivor setting up for what's going to be one of the great matches of all time. 2017 Survivor will feature from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. The attendance for that crowd was 14,478 fans that night. We were going to see some really good first here tonight. I mean, the New Day versus The Shield. We will see a classic between The Usos and Sheamus Cesaro. We will see a lesson of what's going on with Charlotte Flair. And we will see the men's and the women's traditional Survivor Series generation matches. And we will also see Enzo Moore successfully defend his Cruiserweight Championship against Kalisto on the free show. Alright, let's dive right into it, folks. First up, The Shield versus The New Day. I gotta admit, I was supposedly in favor of The New Day, of course. Me being a SmackDown guy for so long, I would love to see The New Day get over on the shield, but we're talking about Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. It doesn't get any bigger than that. That They are called the shield. And mind you, this will be their fifth anniversary from debuting at the 2012 Survivor Series that year in Indianapolis, Indiana. Let's start off here. New Day coming out first. A little bit of trash talking here to hype up the match. Out comes the shield, the typical shield entrance throughout the crowd. In this match, well, last at least 21 minutes and 20 seconds with the Shield delivering the triple powerbomb to Kofi Kingston for the 1-2-3. I got him. This match was exciting. I There's one thing I dislike about this match. Just a little bit. One thing I dislike about it. The New Day. Trust me, these guys are entertaining and funny as hell. I would be a big New Day supporter. It's just that the whole merry-go-round stomping, freaking tagged in and out. It's a smart strategy. It is. But I feel like, you know, it could have been something different. They could have had some different moves, different offensive maneuvers that night. But, you know, they held their own. They're going against the show for over 20 minutes. I gotta say, that's something right there. That's something to praise. The New Day, you know, right now they are eight time tanking champions on the Raw brand. You know, they are doing their thing, even though they're not together with Big E being on SmackDown and Kofi and Xavier being on Monday Night Raw. You know, we're going to see what happens. Since all three of them are not being together right now, but we're going to see what happens between all three of these guys. The Shield getting a win over the New Day and proving the, the score of 1-0 for Monday Night Raw. Next up, we will see a 5-on-5 Survivor Series elimination matchup between Team Raw of the women's featuring the, king, the team captain, Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Nia Jax, and the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. Going against the team of SmackDown, the team captain featuring Becky Lynch, 
along with Naomi, Carmella, Natalia, and Tamina with Lana, of course, at ringside. This match wasn't really too much of a hype. This match will last at least 18 minutes and 35 seconds. Team Raw getting better with Asuka overcoming the odds, last eliminating Tamina, and making Natalia tap out for the victory, securing her undefeated streak in the WWE at the time. Not to mention this, Asuka, there's a reason why Asuka has been undefeated throughout her whole NXT career and continued on when she made her debut at the previous pay-per-view, Table and Shares, in October 2017. Big praise to Asuka there. Asuka is the future. No matter what anybody says, she is, is a reason why she's the Raw Women's Champion right now. You know, she did not have that belt passed on to her by Becky Lynch. She won that friend square in the Money Bank Ladder match, which also was a first. You know, the Money Bank Ladder match featuring for the championship. But there is a reason why. She is an amazing performer in the ring, trained technician. You know, I, I was praise Oscar a lot for her accomplishments in WWE. You know, NXT Women's Champion, SmackDown Women's Champion, and now Raw Women's Champion. She is unstoppable. Right now, she's going to take these women's division to the near heights, you know. Maybe if Beckman maybe comes back, maybe we'll see a rising between them and then, or maybe the rumor return of Ronda Rousey. Maybe, just maybe. But right now, Oscar is taking the women's division by storm, defeating every challenge that comes in her way. So big praise to Oscar in that matchup. And just don't know about this matchup. I was surprised that Becky Lynch, out of all people, was the first one eliminated by Bailey. That caught me off guard a little bit. Going back one got that, I'm like, wow. Becky Lynch was the first one eliminated for that match. Out of anybody. You know, it could have been Alicia Fox, it could have been Natalia, it could have been Carmella, Naomi. You know, but yeah. I guess if the W were going down in this direction, well they I guess they play it safe, you know, given that Oscar the bigger push than she already has, making her look like the unstoppable force, beating the movable object, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, next up, we will see a champion versus champion match. The Raw, Incar- the Raw Intercontinental Champion, the Miz, go up against SmackDown's United States Champion, Baron Corbin. Let me pause this right here. These are two, personally, of my top guys down on my list. The Miz. Nine-time Intercontinental Champion, I mean, eight-time Intercontinental Champion, excuse me, and Baron Corbin, who I still think is a future world champion as a bright future in WWE. Let me just say this because up until this point, Baron Corbin accomplished a lot. Debut in NXT, debut in WrestleMania 32, and his very first WWE match winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That's huge itself. Going on to win the Money in the Bank at 2017, in St. Louis, Missouri, and then going on to win the United States Championship from Edge Styles and Ty Dillinger in the Triple Threat match that happened at Hell in Cell the previous month. He was on fire. He was red hot on fire. Baron Corbin right now is the king of the ring in the WWE. You know, trust me, there's going to be a lot of big things for him, you know? A lot of big things for Baron Corbin. Of course, the Miz, multiple time Incarnate Champion, a couple of times United States Champion, a WWE Championship, maybe in WrestleMania, and being John Cena, quote unquote, being John Cena. You may look at it however you want. He had help that night. But it was going to recognize that Miz defeated John Cena at WrestleMania 27. Trust me. That's enough said. That's big enough to say. Ben Corbin getting the win in 9 minutes and 35 seconds. This match is pretty much back and forth here. Yeah, a little taunting because Maurice at, at ringside behind the barricade and Miz having a misrush. Obviously, it was enough. Ben Corbin came, overcame all of that to get the victory, improving. 
They first win for SmackDown here tonight. The scoreboard right now rolls up by one. Two to one scoreboard. Next matchup, which probably is my favorite match of the night. The SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, taking on the Raw Tag Team Champions, Cesaro Sheamus, Zabar. Keep in mind, last year's Survivor Series, this is an interesting note. Many people may not have, you know, looked at this from a standpoint. But, mind you, the previous year, we saw these the last two teams on in that big 10-on-10 10 10 tag team Survivor Simulation matchup from last year, where the bar defeated the Usos in that matchup. Amazing match. This would not disappoint. Both teams back and forth, mostly offensive maneuvers here. This time, it was revenge for the Usos as they got the win over the bar in 15 minutes and 55 seconds. What a match that night. Wow. Whew, I can't believe that. I took out a rough out of me. You know, exciting to see these two, these two teams go together. They they work well together. Like, they just blend right in. You know, you saw a lot of high finance matchup from Jimmy and Jay. A lot of super kicks, a lot of uppercuts, a lot of 10 beats of the battery drums. <laughs> you saw it all in this matchup. Probably two teams praising these two teams a lot. Let's fast forward now. Another champion versus champion. Women's match between the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair and up against Raw's Women's Champion Lester Bliss. Now, mind you, I'm a big Lester Bliss fan. It's, it's well known. I think Lester Bliss is the number one woman in WWE today. Her character with the Fiend, that is the perfect role for her. If she's not World Champion, her that being the role for her, you know, it's damn good. She's still on top, no matter what. At the time, Lester Bliss being the Raw Women's Champion, being the Donald Trump champion, winning from Sasha made the night after SummerSlam, making Sasha's title reign literally 24 hours after winning at SummerSlam from was originally in 2017. To go back and forth here, Charlotte like she may have had a little bit of injury to her stomach, her ribcage area. Elizabeth worked on that a lot. Charlotte Bliss has natural selection. Elizabeth luckily kicks out. Elizabeth tries to go for Twisted Bliss. Charlotte gets his knees up here. And then it locks in the figure four into the figure eight, making Lesslis tap out by submission. The match will go 15 minutes exactly. I think it was pretty decent. For these two going on one here, they're on top of the mountain. Charlotte Flair. I cannot praise her enough also. Her, besides her being the daughter of the nature boy Ric Flair, she's a multiple time world champion, surpassing Trish Stratus' record for most championships too. 11 times champion. 11 times Charlotte Flair. Mind you, she was not supposed to be in that match about the Survivor Series 2017. It was supposed to be Natalya. But luckily, on the SmackDown before, on the SmackDown before Survivor Series, she was lucky enough to secure the win from Natalya, becoming a women's champion again, again, the big hug by Frog. That was such a touching moment for me to see that. And to see Charlotte Flair get it here. Tying up 2-2 two two for SmackDown. Wow. Amazing. We're both tying up, making it 3-2. SmackDown in the lead by one. Moving on here, Brock Lesnar, the Raw Universal Champion, going up against AJ Styles, SmackDown's WWE Champion. Very interesting clashing styles here. Very interesting. You got the suplex, the fighter of Brock Lesnar versus the high-flying technical ability of AJ Styles. Keep in mind, many people say this would be somewhat of a mismatch. But if you know AJ Styles throughout his whole career, he has overcome some of the biggest of biggest odds ever. 
It's so much that you can compare him to the heartbreaker Shawn Michaels for everything that AJ Styles has accomplished in his career. Yeah, the reason why he became WWE Champion, between Jenny Mahal and Manchester, making the first man, mind you, to win the WWE Championship outside of the United States, the outside of the United States of America. Really amazing. This match started off really with the ground and pound in Suplex City, of course, from Broncos into AJ Styles. Amazing. Simply amazing. Wow. Even AJ Styles hit the 450 splash, it still wasn't enough to get it done. Even with the cab crusher, I thought for a second Brock was going to tap out. Brock was lucky out of it. Caught AJ Styles in midair from the phenomenal forearm, and one F5 attempted to hit AJ Styles down and get raw, tying up 3 to 3 with victory. This match will last 15 minutes and 25 seconds. You know, for a first time match between Brock and AJ Styles, it wasn't too bad. I really hope these guys will get around again one day. That I will see AJ Styles Brock in the ring together. Moving on to the main event, the men's 5-on-5 traditional Surprise Nation match. And this is a situation set by Stephanie McMahon for Monday Night Raw throughout all that's happened throughout the previous months. If Angle had lost, he'll be fired as the general manager of Monday Night Raw. But you know he's starting to the match. We have the team of Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Small Joe, himself, and Triple H representing Team Raw. Go up against Team SmackDown starts to the team of Shane McMahon, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton, and returning John Cena. This is one star-studded match here. I don't know how these two teams came about. You gotta think about it. This is a world championship cal- cal- caliber type of match. I mean, wow. I can say wow, wow again. <laughs> but believe me. If you're a big fan of all 10 of these superstars, you're in for a treat tonight. We saw cross styles between Bob Roode and Triple H, Nakamura and Balor, Angle and Shane McMahon, of course, from the classic Street Fighter from the King of the Ring 2001. Bloody match that was, but here they go getting on again. A really interesting clashing styles here. Randy Orton and Samoa Joe. It cannot get no better than this. John Cena and Triple H at one time, too. Man, oh man. Wow. Comes to say this match will last 33 minutes and 20 seconds with Team Raw weirdly getting the victory here. I still don't know why Triple H had pedigree turning at the end of that match to get him eliminated by his own brother in law, Shane McMahon, on the opposing team of SmackDown. But second, I'm thinking, has Triple H aligned himself with his brother Shane to Team SmackDown to get one of our own cart and try to take out the Monster Moment Braun Strowman? But no. Pivot pulls you all such a real back and pedigrees. Shane Man for himself did the one, two, three, become the main person. Well, not main, along with Braun Strowman to be the two survivors of the match. Braun Strowman, I really think at this point he had turned the face here by letting Triple H know his game will not be played if he ever tries to cross him again. I've never seen any scare look up to like that before. <laughs> oh man. Triple H tries to pedigree with Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman lays him out with two power slams. Wow. I think at that moment, I realized that Braun Strowman was going to be the next big top star on my at Raw. So it's safe to say that this rise is definitely delivered on these four-time matchups, champ versus champion matches, and these smartest elimination matchups. Wow. Big praises to every single person that worked at this event. And big praises to both Raw and SmackDown for delivering what another yet memorable Survivor Series throughout the year. 
Well, thank you guys for listening to this bonus episode clip. Tell me what you think about the 2017 Survivor Did you have likes, dislikes, comment, anything whatsoever? So go back on Twitter page at Phenomenal1J. I'm Instagram, Phenomenal1Y2J. All right, see you soon. And don't forget the debut episode tomorrow morning of my podcast, God Out Heart Wrestling. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.